Welcome back to the Uncertainties. I am here joined by the lovely Tanya for another episode. Tanya, how are you doing? I'm good, people. How are you doing? I'm really people. <laughs> I'm good, people. I'm good, people. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's life? Yeah, life's good. Life is fine. We are officially entering the Easter bank holiday weekend. We and are. And it feels pretty Honestly. freaking sweet. I think it was very much needed. I've had like a bit of a stressful couple of weeks. Yeah, I can, yeah. Um, so this is very much needed. Oh my God, same. Also, I am really shocked. I know this is so British to talk about the weather, but I'm really shocked that it is as nice as it is. Because well, everyone was banging on about how Tuesday was going to be the best day of the week. But actually it's been, like today's really nice. No, this has not been Tuesday. Tuesday was lit. No, Tuesday was lit. But I thought that it was then going to be like, really shit someone was like oh it's 24 degrees on tuesday and then seven degrees for the rest of the week but it's actually been like all right i don't know i've not been outside yet to be perfectly honest i mean we're thinking of going out after this but Mm. it looks lovely the sun's out now um i'm so excited to take him out we'll take chico out for a walk and we maybe have like a picnic or something but on tuesday it was manic tuesday was hackney it was crazy it was beautiful was it was it was it popping in thistles oh, it was popping oh my god it actually i'm saying that as though i was there was i there i think i probably was though it definitely was, would be finsbury park was popping off i bet like around here it's just crazy like i went for a morning walk uh and it was great like didn't have a jacket on which was just so oh god, wonderful it, something to insane. really appreciate not wearing a jacket um, but then as a dog parent, like, it's quite difficult to hold things in your, with no pockets. But anyways, this is, this is a different point. I went for another walk with him in the afternoon, and it was probably around six o'clock, but it was lovely because it was still sunny really hot. and really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And normally I take him around five o'clock, but I took him around six, and as I was walking, I walked past, like, the marshes, and there was just music yeah you know, it's amazing how like vibes just really changed don't completely they? changed and crazy. chiku was like super into it like i had to keep him on the lead he, <laughs> he was, was so into the vibe he would just like he would have just like never come home really so i had to make sure that he was kind of by my side and then we walked <laughs> to this other part of the marshes and as i walked to the part of the marshes like probably like half an hour 45 minutes it then got really dark and it went dark real quick and there was people still out like smoking drinking Probably doing drugs, like genuinely. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> probably doing drugs. No, no, I'm going to tell you something. Hold people on. People really like No, no, they probably were, because uh, I spoke to someone the next day. But one second. Okay. So they probably were doing all this stuff, and it was like loads of music blasting, but loads of different people moving about, but in the darkness, and he was freaking out. Yeah, I can imagine. He really didn't want to move anywhere. Um, <laughs> but then the next morning. You turn around, and Chiku's just like having a, having a split. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, imagine if you did. Imagine. Can um, we get a dog high now? I, I, we should, I think I've we seen should. a I think I've seen a YouTube video. That's yeah, probably on the internet. Yeah, I think or I've seen like a cat get high or something. Classic. Classic. Um, but the next day, like, went for a walk in the morning, like, quite early, and it was a tip, which really pissed me off. That, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, use the parks, use whatever, but like, just clean after your fucking yeah. self. Like, it was actually disgusting. And then by eleven o'clock, I went for a quick walk with him, and then people from the council had to come pick up people's shit, and it was just like. Dude, why? Dude, like, it re- that really pissed me off. Because, yeah, like, especially he... as a dog per- parent as well, he just wants to roam around and eat people's leftover sandwich. And <laughs> it's not good for him, but also it's just not. not great for like, it's just like that pollute, that wasn't wasn't a vibe. It's but then I had vibe. a conversation with someone who has a dog and she was like, yeah, like just spoken to one of my friends 
one of her dogs got really sick and I was like, oh, what, what was from all this fucking litter? Yeah, And probably. she was like, no, not even. It's like oh. people are on drugs who need to go for a shit because they've been out and like apparently, I mean, I don't know, but you know, if you, I'm assuming if you take some like particular drug, it helps with lax, it has like a laxative <laughs> in it or some shit. I don't know, but it makes you want to poo, right? There's something. I, I the phrase come do... up poo comes up, <laughs> uh, comes to mind. Right, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, go on. So she was like, yeah, so um, people were clearly on drugs last night because there was so much human feces. Oh, my God. In the bushes. Sonia, we are like dogs... three minutes into this and you're already Sorry. talking no, but... human feces. But then the, 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 the feces has the drugs, like traces Still of drugs in it. it. And then the dogs eat it. Eat... And the dog got super <laughs> sick and was in hospital. actually really triggering my guy. Sorry. But anyways, dog... that is just disgusting in general. Ate... The human, I can't say yeah. it without my gag reflex. The dog ate a human, human poo. Shit. I'm honestly trying not to vom. Yeah, but that's because people, you know, they were out here taking drugs and just, I mean, fair enough, do do you, but. Yeah. I We were actually shit. having a conversation about this the other day because, yeah, similar with Clissel, there was like this one tree. I feel like everyone knew. It was like, that. that's the wee tree. Everyone went to the <laughs> wee tree. It was like notorious in Clissel. It was like, oh, you need a cheeky wee? head off to the wee tree and it was just like really? this perfectly placed tree that was um it just was really well covered so it was just like boom you, you kind of go underneath the leaves kind and then <laughs> underneath the leaves. Leaves. No, but are the leaves like floppy like it was just like it's a ginormous tree and then there was just a ton of shrubbery around it so it was just like you're perfectly covered oh, okay it's just like it just worked and I everyone, know a tree like that. I've seen yeah, like, like it, it was park, notorious. Yeah. Like everyone knew if you were in Clissold, like that's the wee tree. Mm. And there was there was a queue for the wee tree. Like it was it was very well known amongst the public. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. we really we were really using it. I'm saying that as though I, I actually never use the wee tree and I would just like to get that on public record right now. But anyway, we had placed ourselves. Are you sure about that? I just I really need to hammer that home to the people so they know that I did not use the wee tree. But anyway, we had sat ourselves <laughs> conveniently not actually very conveniently in the end um in eye line like we were quite close actually in the end to the wee tree so we were just you know observing the activity because let me tell you there's a lot of activity and halfway through our you know gorgeous little park day we were just like oh god like wee tree there's a little bit of drama going on over there kind of went to look over and as we did we just saw the silhouette of a girl and as we looked we just saw no. the silhouette of one single poop and <laughs> leaving leaving her anus. And all of us just stared at each other like, did, did you just see what I saw? They're like, did you just see what I saw? It's like, that girl just shot herself in the wee tree. It's like, there is a line, people. There is a line. No. We urinate, fine. The fact that she knows that is a public wee tree that the rest of that... Maybe she didn't know. Was, maybe she wasn't, wasn't around. She was she in wasn't a queue. Maybe she, she was in a queue. She had to queue to use that wee tree. So uh, she knew that there was someone else about to enter that place after her. And she had the audacity. <laughs> the audacity to shit in that wee tree. Honestly, I can't. I actually can't when I think about it. I'm like, I, that is ballsy as hell. That is so great. Well, so ballsy. Broad daylight. It was, That's mad to me. That I is would just say it so was maybe 3 p.m. It was honestly about 3 p.m. I get embarrassed and even nervous about peeing. 
Yeah, okay. I don't actually have that problem. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do. So for me to like, and I think for me especially, I really am very like in tune with like my gut and <laughs> my process, and I know that I need to be in a particular position. So I kind of feel that like I need to feel like super safe for me to do something like that. And outside, you're not safe. You're not safe. You're, you're not, not safe, safe with eyes. Like someone will always see you. There's oh, yeah. no way yeah, that you yeah, have yeah. gotten away from pooing or peeing without someone seeing you. I know, and it's more for a for a woman because with a guy, you can literally just kind of like it's it's yeah. so much more subtle with guys. That's why there's it's so easy for them. But for a woman, you're like having to pull your entire pants down to do it, and it then is to not quite, get any like spit or spillage. It's on, it's on a real. Clothes. It's definitely yeah. It, yeah, you need some real tackers to do would it. Would you ever consider... I've done it in so many places. No, no, would you ever consider, like... A shiwi? Potentially. I don't know or, how a shiwi works. I've actually always wanted to look at what a shiwi looks like. Or um, pants. Like, you know, those soaking pants. Honestly, at some point in my life, I probably will have to get them. Because I have phases where, like, if I get to go, I get to go. Phases? Yeah. What's that? As in, like, I just have phases of my life where, like, now I'm not in in a urinating phase where I'm like, oh my god, if I if I wee, I could actually hold it. What is a urinating phase? No, I just mean like, you know, you just have periods of your life. I don't know that. Okay, well, no, no, no. As in, (laughs) I swear, really, I don't understand how periods work. No, as in, just like I remember very distinctly (laughs) a period of my life where, like, I just could, if I needed to wee, it was like I had maximum. A minute and a half to get myself to a loo otherwise i was like it is exiting wow. my body yeah i've famously once peed on a london bus in the middle of the day yeah because i just could not hold it shut up what do you mean like it properly was, like and like this wasn't like oh down. my god when she was a child it was like oh my god this was maybe about three years ago Paris. <laughs> it was explain yourself probably one what? of the lower points of my life <laughs> wait wait wait, wait. lower point of my adult life yeah definitely how were you, wearing, just, were you wearing a skirt? I can't even remember what I was wearing. It's one of those like PTSD flashbacks where it's like I've actually tried to let it leave my brain. Yeah, I'm like, I would understand. Would, it was a very full that. bus and it was a very hot day. No. And I, yeah. And I I just got on the bus home from work. And at that point, my bus home was just like basically just down Oxford Street because I was living in Paddington. So it was like a very quick bus as well. But it was really bad traffic. So it doubled oh, the time. No. So it should have been like a 10 minute journey. 12 like 15 minute journey max traffic was really shit ended up taking like half an hour literally just to go down oxford street and i'm pretty sure that i heard weed just before i left the office as well but for some reason i and i think it is being in the situation where you know you can't get off the bus makes it amplify even more so as i was on this bus like oh my god oh my god i oh my god, I really need to wait. And then it was just like, oh my god, I can't get off the bus because I'm stuck and it's really hot. Shit. And then I just got really into my head about it. I was like, oh my god, I, I'm i going, I need to wait right now. And then I basically just wet myself. So I'm assuming because you peed before you left the bus, you didn't actually have that much liquid inside you. You say this. Did you have a lot? You say this. There was still quite a lot of <laughs> Hold on. Did it like go down your leg? Like, explain to me. Like, did do you know what, okay, do you know you what happened? And I don't, do you get this? Where once I... Once I know, like, you know when you're bursting for the loo and you hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, and then you and then you literally open your toilet door and you know you're about to wee? 
then it's literally like, oh my god, oh my god, and you have to like take your pants out really quickly. Do you know what I mean? Because mentally, you've told yourself, I'm in the place where I wee, so my my bladder's just like, boom, I'm open. So what happened for me is that I... I saw the bus stop that I needed to get off because I was like, I have to get off, otherwise I'm going to wet myself. And literally as the bus doors opened, mentally I was like, okay, I'm free. And what literally the bus gates just just opened. Okay, so it wasn't on the bus, it was outside. Well, there the was bus. definitely a little bit of pee like before that point. The majority of it came out, but I was still like on a public road Whoa. in London. And so and did you feel like gushing or was it like you know when you have that feeling where you're like it's like so slow but you really fucked up you're like <laughs> you're like shit and it was like slow yeah you're i like, think i told myself oh, it wasn't so... gonna be a lot you were like okay fair and then and then, it, and, then it, and it kept going and i was like <laughs> i have never been so embarrassed in my life i was just like it honestly that felt close to rock bottom. Wow. <laughs> it felt quite close to rock bottom. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's so psychosomatic, though. It genuinely is, because I think Holly's a bit Ooh, similar a cool to this. Word. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Very, whoa. I, I just shut my mouth. My whole yeah. mouth just went. Have you got more respect for me now that I've used that after telling you that I literally wet myself on a London <laughs> bus? I'm like, but it's pretty though. psychosomatic. Did you do that subconsciously? You're like, I'm just like, really I, need to, I need to regain some kind of respect. Yeah. It's always a good tenor. I don't even know why we're talking about peeing. It was the pee tree, and then it was Cheeky weeing himself and eating human feces. Chico, <laughs> Chico. Hold on, Chico didn't eat human feces. Oh, okay. A other other dogs, okay. Ate it and a dog that you know, <laughs> okay. Explained. Sure. Explain. I think I know more dogs. I know people though. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't doubt that. At this <laughs> I, point. I don't doubt that. Yeah. I know the fact that I like when I saw you, you were like. And then Chica went, rup, 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 rup. and that means, hi, I'm Chica. I was like, okay, bitch, you talking in dog now? <laughs> That's not okay. That is you just not okay. Excuse me. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you really just fucking do that? You had that conversation an hour ago. Tanya, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. I can't believe you just fucking said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Chica go, I went from. When, when he wakes up, he goes, ow, and that means, hey, I'm awake, You're li- you've turned into the dog whisperer. <laughs> oh my god. It's true. Uh. It's true. It is true. Oh, wowie. So, yeah, you've been watching the Kardashians. <clears throat> yeah, so the Kardashians are back. Nice. So, I do watch a lot of n- nine numbing shows. Mind numbing? <laughs> Mind numbing yeah. shows. So yeah, I don't I really that's remember fair. it. Um, so the Kardashians are back, I mean... What's going on? Is, is Scott still in it at Scott's this point? Scott's still in it. Is he? Yeah, he's... he's, he's is that weird? No, in fact, he's probably one of my favourite people. Yeah, I always thought Scott was my favourite, because he actually, like, is quite quick-witted and quite funny. Whereas yeah. the rest of them are all just a bit kind of like... I think the general oh, theme yeah. of this season is going to be, like, is Courtney and Scott going to get back together? Really? That's what? The whole, this is a running theme throughout the new series. Will they get back together? Then, obviously... Kim and Kanye, like... They Break, were, the breakdown. Kind of the breakdown. But he's, he never makes it into the show, does he? No, he doesn't want to be part of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. He's like, quite clear. Um, so that, a couple of those running themes, and then Chloe, she's going to have another baby, with Tristan. With Tristan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they back together? 
I actually don't follow any of the Kardashians anymore, so really? I don't. I honestly don't know what's going on in their lives. Really. I just feel like it's just not it's not the good old days. It's not Courtney and Chloe take Miami where they were actually quite fun people. Like they've all just become fucking boring now. You think? Yeah. Courtney at one point was actually really funny and then she just became such a spoiled brat. You know, I actually never really vibe with Courtney. Really? Ever. I used to like when they did the thing when you know when they're like that thing. Yeah. And yeah. they were so fun. Obviously hearing that noise and not being able to see what I just did makes no sense. Oh right. But- but the first episode was no, the second episode of the new season was quite fun because they all got really lit. Oh, so really? Together, all the girls. Oh, fun. Okay. As a way to kind of, I mean, let me guess on Kendall's new tequila. No, not. Oh, even. okay, that's interesting. That's quite interesting actually. Because I've seen that on a lot of things where she's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna get drunk. Oh god, I've got my new bottle of tequila. Let's yeah. get drunk on my tequila." That's ridiculous. Like TikTok has gone crazy over that actually. Really? In what way? I guess the whole cultural appropriation, culture oh. cultural appreciation. <laughs> Um, you really struggled to say. <laughs> Too fucking... <laughs> cultural appropriation versus cultural yeah. appreciation. Yeah, there has been a that big argument. debate on it. And then, yeah, I think, I guess, like you mentioned like earlier, the Kardashians have kind of been like a, a lot of people's examples they can use for either one. Yeah, they're definitely always in the fucking firing line. and They, they are. They put themselves there, I have to say. But with ironically because i'm usually the first person to be like the kardashians are pretty fucking annoying with a lot of the stuff that they do but on the kendall thing with tequila Mm. i have to say i don't actually know where my my opinion lies with that one because i just feel like there are so many other celebrities who have done exactly the same thing and not not experienced any any kind of backlash like george clooney also has a tequila brand he's not part of the gen z the gen z community no he's not community but then why why is he not receiving that? Like, I don't know. I, I think they like, are all now. I don't understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, they just get absolutely fucked. Left do you know what I mean? But I do think it's because they're like a huge part of pop culture. Yeah, yeah. And a huge part of like the audience of pop culture is our generation who are a lot more conscious and a lot mm. more like vocal and opinionated with certain things. Yeah, you're right. And I think if you have someone relatable who you've been watching and who's a huge influence into like pop culture and your life, then yeah, you're probably going to be first to like knock them down but it just opens a conversation to what other celebrities have done and i think that i mean i'm i'm quite sure that the conversation around this tequila thing people haven't shied away from like you know challenging like what other celebrities have done or what other artists have done oh okay that's good so i mean that's still in the fine line but like it's another thing that again it's i think it's just frustrating for people who look up to these like influencers or whatever that they are just they aren't they aren't giving credit back to like where they're supposed to. And yeah, I think yeah. I just it... always feel with the Kardashians generally as well, and particularly Kendall, I just feel like she's very thoughtless with her, her, the stuff that she does. Exactly, as well, I mean, that, yeah. fucking Pepsi. I need I say any more? And the way that she was like, oh, my management, my management. It's like, bitch, you've got your own brain. You should have Absolutely. known at the time when you were doing that that it was a fucking terrible decision. Absolutely. I think... And she blames everyone around her. It's like, you are your own person. Like, would you, I, you know, don't want to sound like a mum here, but you're going to fucking jump off a cliff mm-hmm. because your whole management tells you to do mm-hmm. that? Like, mm-hmm. just take a step back and be like, no, actually, this is a terrible idea. But it's like, I feel like it's probably the same with this, where I just feel like she's quite thoughtless in the stuff that she does. 
because she's just like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon. Oh, I like I, I like tequila and I think that makes me really cool and I'm gonna do it and just not really think at all about it. Yeah. And I, I found think... it really interesting when she was like, oh, I've been developing this for five years. Like, bitch, you're 24. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so you were drinking this stuff before it was illegal in the US. Like, what yeah. the heck? Well, I mean, if she went to Mexico, um, <laughs> she can probably drink it there. That is true. She, yeah. I mean, okay, fine. Different countries are yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys. No, you're But right. no, I, I get what you're saying. But I, I think like, one thing I will say though, is like, there is so much to think about on a continuous basis about yeah. everything you put out. And obviously you should be incredibly mindful mm. of what you're doing. And they're really like, you really do need to think about the things you're putting out there. But I guess it all comes with the whole like canceling culture. Like sometimes, which, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky yeah. one. I do think with Kendall, though, like, she has made some fucking stupid mistakes. <laughs> she, is no, she is no excuse. And she's made a couple of mistakes. So everything she should be doing after that mistake should be... She should be, be extra careful. Extra yeah. careful, like, super conscious of the decisions that she makes and things that she does. But it's not hard to fucking credit yeah. a culture or a particular, like, artist. It's not hard to do that. No. I feel like... In order, like, from a marketing perspective, like, every brand or every company wants to be like, okay, we're the first to do this, or we've created this. And it's mm. like, no one's fucking created shit. You're just mm. taking things from someone else yeah, and just yeah. making it a little bit better yeah. or making it in your vibe. Like, there's nothing wrong in that. Like, I don't know why people are, like, so afraid of, like, saying, oh, actually, you know, I got this from this and, like, took mm. inspiration from this. Like, my whole visualized entity of Deshaun and generally everything has been taken from other people. And yeah, I'm not yeah. going to, like, deny that, like... I've taken things from different like situations and different artists and different like vibes and created something that I like, but it's hundred percent inspired by the yeah. creators like before me and the people before me. Like people need to be really like <clears throat> comfortable with saying that, yeah, and yeah. I just don't see why it's difficult to say things like that for for Kendall to be like, you know, be a bit more open about like the. It's not a factory, is it? But it's like um. Is it? Fa- I farm, honestly, like yeah. A, like to a, be honest, I haven't actually read up as much as I probably should have about the whole thing. I just remembered the backlash of. I just the, don't, don't know why. Itself. Like a lot of like the design and the graphics around it. Like I think someone digested the particular logo, and like the Spanish um, translation on the logo was like doesn't even make sense. And oh, it's like are you joking? Little things like that. Like have just be a bit more. But especially if she's got if she's that rich and has a good team behind her. Why was that not? Why is that team not doing enough research? Why were they being really lazy about yeah. it? Yeah, for you to translate Spanish incorrectly, it's just mad. Actually, kind of on that, mm. and like that whole idea. Did you've watched the college admission scandal documentary? I have, Netflix, yeah, haven't I have, you? Because that's a very similar thing where it's like the uber wealthy of Hollywood, and like. That what's her name? Olivia Jade, who's the daughter of um, Oh yeah. Laurie Loughlin, is that her name? Basically the woman from like 90210. Mm-hmm. And I actually still to this day haven't watched her Red Table talk, so I'm just like, bitch, I don't Oh shit. I need to watch that. Have you oh I thought you were about to say you have. Cause that's another thing where like if you if you watch that um that documentary that whole thing is like, oh, well, I didn't really know that it was bad and it was kind of embedded in the culture at the time and everyone was doing it. So I kind of just thought that that was normal. And it's and that's the excuse for these like young kids. It was like, oh, well, my parents just like told me that I was going to do my exams in a different place, but I didn't really think that much of it at the time. And it's just like, why does well, no one ever think for themselves in this situation? Like that is just 
no part of that situation is normal. Why would you be taking your exams in a different hall over a longer period of time and not think something is weird here and like ask any questions? Mm, I find I mean, that fucking odd. No, I, I, I like, my parents you. told me that and they were like, oh, we're going to drive you to this place, by the way. And it's just going to be you in the exam and it's going to take oh, like a whole weekend instead of however many hours that it should take. I'd be like, eh? Eh? Mm. What? I don't know. I mean, I completely, I agree with you. Yeah. If it, that happened to us, yeah, we, we would be like, what the fuck? I'm going to do yeah. with my mates. I'm, I'm going to go into the, my exam with my mates. Thank you. Um, but I think we just have no idea, like, the way that these people live. I think blaming it on the kids is quite difficult. I think with what I found... I don't think you can blame it on the kids. No. Because, but I, I just think that when... When you're 17, and by the way, by the way, they take all these exams, like, a lot earlier than... Because we were doing exams when we were 18, right? For well, we university. Did, well, we would do, we would do our AS levels, and that would get us our our university places, mm. and then we would do our. Okay, so they were seventeen. So we were seventeen and eighteen doing them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. But so we were. Yeah, we're the same age. I do think like that whole. Scandal I definitely don't focus think too the much. whole blame is definitely not on the kids. It's on the yeah, adults. But either sure. way, it's just like. I know what you mean, though. But I just think there's all this like talk, like we in hindsight, yeah, it's shit. I mean, they should have hundred percent. I don't think there's any. So one thing that I would say is it's not shocking. I mean, it's terrible, and I'm glad. But and also, I think it's just annoying because a lot of them, a lot of them were in jail for literally like a couple of weeks. It's bullshit. It's just fucking bullshit. That's think, bullshit. And like, obviously, the the main thing is that they all just got charged an amount of money but the problem with that is like you're already ridiculously rich mm-hmm. so charging someone twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars for an offense is not going to change their lives and they're already in that like that they're already in a bubble of their life where it's like that it's just not going to affect them so like t- sending them to prison for literally 15 days is just a piss take like <laughs> it's not they're not accountable for anything at that point it's like okay oh that's like pocket money for them to just like pay yeah. that off and then they just continue to live their lives do you know what i mean yeah. it's just ridiculous whereas you've got like a black woman who you know yeah. is caught like smoking weed when it's probably in a fucking legalized county or not county um state and she's in prison for like 10 years it's like well where it's I just see. there's just no accountability and it's fucking annoying honestly I- it's ridiculous it's like so complex like that and like comparing certain like sentences and stuff and when you you think about it in the grand scheme of things yeah you have these like huge differences in the way that i guess white people have been treated in certain like you know crime investigations compared to like their black or you know yeah the black non-white non-white yeah um it is mad but i think just to kind of concentrate on this on this scandal thing like I hated how they 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 didn't really touch upon like they didn't really look at the parents much. I I didn't think that they were focusing a lot on kind of the de- like the decision making of the parents. I just felt like it was all kind of that one guy. That I totally one guy. His name now as well, <sighs> but what's his name? Because there were so many people complicit. It was this main guy. It was the parents. He, it was, he obviously is it the was orchestrator the admission. of it. It was the admissions as well as part of the like these. Yeah. They were part of it. Not that one though. Not the guy. Oh, yeah. oh, oh he, he was. He, he was fucked. He, he was so fucked. fucked. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor man. So sad. You could 
could just see it in his eyes. You're like, you are dead behind the eyes, and I genuinely feel so bad. And for he you. felt remorseful. You yeah, totally. Because yeah. also when they they looked into it and they were like, he did not spend a penny of that money. Like he was not profiting from that at all. He genuinely was just like that naive. Do you know what I mean? And that is really sad for him. But the uh, there was another person I think from Princeton that was doing a similar thing, but was w- far more complicit. And they never, they were never. Um, they like never saw any kind of repercussion. Yeah, that. but I just don't. They, they didn't really focus much on like that role as well. Mm. Um, but I th- I think what I did like, and I don't I can't really talk a lot about it, but how they focus a lot on the idea of prestige and what that really means, and mm. and I think like the colleges themselves have a lot to do with that and like upholding this prestige. And, yeah, like, totally. It's just I bullshit. think that, and, like, yeah, the even I was complicit in things like that as a younger one. I was like, oh, like I want to go to like a Russell group and. You know, like, now when I think back at it and when I've been kind of, like, looking at, like, potentially building a team at Dashall and seeing real people go to universities, like, I don't really have any, any, any biases with wherever they go, but I know that I had a bias back then when I was looking for universities, yeah. like, I, I would never go there. Yeah, and no, I think... like, I'm, like, too good for that. But, like, that, it was I that prestige that, that they were selling. They were selling that prestige. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, yeah, a lot of prestige. And I think, like, when I have kids or when I think about, like, that process, like, one, I'm not even going to be, like, so down there throw about even going to university and I didn't get like crazy grades but it was also that pressure to be like okay well we went to a private school and our like cousins that have not had that like privilege and we need to you know what I mean but there's all it's like it also created that toxic kind of idea of, like what productivity is and what I should be doing because I come from this particular background mm. and it's also like that feeds into a lot of like the way that I live now like constantly trying to be like okay well I went to a really good school like I need to be proving myself like on a constant basis and that's also quite toxic like you don't always have to be so productive and so like perfect all the time because of like I mean it's a completely different conversation sorry I could go on tangents here but I think it's like <laughs> they're just the world is so fucking nuanced and it's yeah. just it, it, it doesn't I don't think basing someone on merit is going to work anymore no not at all you need to just base not someone on like passion and like their perspectives on life I think that's yeah. probably the most important and like storytelling is so powerful mm. i went to like a talk around like um mentally getting yourself psyched up for you know fundraising and what mm. just basically like that kind of the mental perspective like where you should be and how what in your mind where you should be like the confidence level you should be when you're starting to fundraise and a lot of them were talking about their experiences with investors and obviously as we all know like the investor world is very much dominated by white yeah and they men. barely ever um invest in right so there's obviously that whole conversation like like the percentage is like alarming about like how much they actually invest in like POC companies mm. and especially women owned companies. So that that was kind of the base of the conversation and how POC women can be mentally ready for fundraising and then being, you know, being faced with all these kind of like microaggressions that white founders or white um, investors are going to be kind of telling, basically just, yeah, experiencing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, some of these were having like uh, some of these were having uh, some talking about their experiences, and she was like, um, she was a founder of a Afro curl. Oh fuck, I'm not I'm gonna do this justice, but basically yeah. like a hair treatment company, but specifically for um, like, African women and yeah. curly people have curly hair. And she was raising money, and basically like she was talking about like investing and going global and going into more like a lot of her data and a lot of her like all of her data entry has come from, like, African women. And mm. she wanted to kind of stretch her brand all the way to Africa because the community is predominantly 
black play yeah. there. And the investor was like, why would you go there? There's no money there. And she was just she's like, yawn, like, and then she was basically, that was kind of the example she gave me. She was like, that's when you know, like, end your conversation because this investor will never really be like. Understand you, understand your brand. Never. Like the fact that they can say that in like a pitch being like, oh, why would you want to go there? Yeah. There's no money there. And first of all, you're so, you're so, you're so ignorant. stupid. Ignorant. There's so much money in Africa. Yeah. It's just not being utilized. And like, there's so much like value there. Like Nigeria has Nigeria. so much money running about. Oh my god! It is madness. Yeah, and for him to say that, like, it's also like one, you're fucking you're, stupid. Yeah, I was gonna say you're supposed to be an expert in your field, and you're trying to tell me that you don't even understand it's, the economics of Africa. It's like shut the fuck up. Exactly. It was ridiculous. <laughs> she was like, she literally like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, you clearly just don't know anything. And the fact that they feel they have the audacity to say something like that, like why would you want to go there? Yeah. Why would you? And I, it kind of resonated with me because obviously my brand is based in like South Asia and yeah. we're going to be like taking South Asian brands and bringing them here and it kind of resonated with me like if they, that, that, that someone came for me, yeah. like, why would you even be, why these brands? No, yeah, that's... It, I don't know where we are from this conversation. Yeah, but, me either. But sorry. I totally understand where you're coming from. And what I find so um, interesting about that, I mean, like, I, I, I think, actually, this is so weird. This is very, like, serendipitous because our first ever episode a whole year ago, we mm. spoke about the problems of um, oh black God. hair care. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't get... Oh do you remember? And I was like, oh, God. it's taken me until the age of, what, yeah, 25 to be able to, to go walk into a super drug and actually find... Um, a shampoo that I can use mm. and that yeah which is a joke and even then it's not you know like that the the ethnic let's say hair care is like this big and then the white hair care is like yeah. a, three separate aisles but anyway and um yeah and I find it really interesting did you watch Madam CJ oh we watched it to the CJ Walker oh my. first self-made billionaire and that's all black hair care and it's like you don't it's a billion dollar industry it's madness Absolutely and you can have the audacity to say that there's like no value in that there's no return of investment like are you crazy yeah, it is madness yeah it's crazy it's um, super crazy I don't know what the fuck we were talking about before that point because I think I was supposed to say something else that I listened to on that thing, but I don't know. I don't know what we were talking about. Yeah, I don't even remember. And it was a really interesting conversation, and they also touched on upon like um, the the person that was running it. Like she didn't go to university; she actually had her own beauty salon, and now has has like a beauty tech company. And she's like wow. super sick. Like honestly, shout out to Shah. Like she's amazing. She's like basically the founder of the beauty sack and sack oh, wow. world and she is legit like my i wish i could be her but she was just saying like there's just so much and she's a little child as well and she's kind of just talking about like when it comes to investing as well and like fundraising like a, a huge chunk of the, the fundraising like pitch is around the team that you have and like why are you the right person to lead your company mm. and like what are your credentials like what are your skills um and she was talking about how that's kind of flawed because a lot of these founders, their team is probably a lot more experts than they actually are. Like, and I can say that myself, like, I'm not anything in particular, but I had the idea and like, that's kind of where Desha was started from, like my idea generation and everything like that and the creative direction that I've had with it. But when I build a team, people are gonna know a lot more about like accounting than I do. People are gonna know a lot more about tax than I do. And it's it's that team that will actually end up like driving you where you need to go. And I yeah. think, um, 
it's just this kind of just focusing a lot on like skills and like credentials like how many years you've been doing this and how many how many like courses have you done here and it's she was just saying it's like really flawed because at the end of the day it really comes down to passion and people yeah um, and also just like having a good idea yeah. and like backing that idea yeah. instead of it be yeah 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 instead of like jumping through these kind of hoops of mm -hmm. yeah i thought that must be really frustrating yeah there's a lot of a lot of frustration i think like generally i think like we're having to like completely relearn everything because we just haven't we've never been taught it from our own lens really you know what i mean like mm. which is our whole idea of like life is so different like the way that i think about things back then and this whole prestige about university and the things that i thought that were important yeah, how do things I have that hold value, or we were told held value, have completely changed. It's completely changed. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. I feel sometimes like, like really stupid because I'm like, how was I living my life like this? Like, what? I was in a bubble. Yeah, it really, it's quite embarrassing. Actually. Yeah, it is. And I, I look at my little cousins who are a lot more like, I guess woke, and I'm saying that like, a lot in more woke. Yeah, in quotations. Um, and like a lot more conscious and I'm like I respect you so, so much. much like I don't even care if your if your views are like wacky I'm like the fact that you think like that and you're free thinking and like you have the ability to make your own like opinions and I mean and we were talking about oh my god there's so many things I can say but yeah I just I'm I sometimes like I'm so embarrassed the person that I was as a young one like I just was literally a product of like my environment and yeah totally you, like, you get nowhere with that like no critical yeah, thinking yeah. no like self-reflection you're just like product of your day-to-day -day life your family your friends and you're just it's like fucking embarrassing actually a silhouette of a person and you're just like, yeah, like who are you you're chamber. nothing you're not you're not unique that is such a good point and i think like generally like just kind of concluding this whole chat like i think we all just need to like examine the kind of context of certain situations um that we're kind of going through or like when we're making decisions we really need to think about like how it could be affecting certain cultures, certain people, people from different backgrounds, and just being like super, like aware. Totally. Uh, and yeah, I think if anything, like we are never going to conclude everything we've spoken about, but I think just it's an ongoing conversation, though, really, isn't yeah. it? And as you, as we've mentioned, it just there is so much nuance entrenched in this, and I think if as long as you are always being very self-critical and examining and listening and listening exactly yeah. just opening your ears to being to listening and educating yourself then that's all that you can do really because yeah. no one's ever going to have all of the right answers Absolutely it's just not. it's learning and relearning isn't it yeah for sure and i think yeah holding people accountable and but uh, and owning up to your mistakes i feel it's like yeah totally i think people feel really embarrassed when they have done or said the wrong things in the past and it's like of course we have of like course. times are changing but just being like look I fucked up or I said this or these were my views before and I've now realised that that was really bad or mm -hmm. really wrong and just like owning that I have so much respect for people yeah. who do that I Definitely. have so much respect than just like kind of ignoring it or not <coughs> acknowledging it. it yeah totally and yeah I think like fundamentally like we are a product of like our environment and until our environment is a lot more like fluid and like open and as a child, generally, like you're already navigating so much mm. by yourself, then adding on like having all these kind of opinions and taking accountability for yourself, like you're learning all of these things and yeah, yeah, it's bound to happen. But I think yeah, just being accountable, being open, um, <clears throat> kind of owning your own shit will kind of get you far, and people will respect you and will have a good reputation. Totes. Um, but yeah. Sorry, I just said the word totes, and I yeah, actually, I, I cringed. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I said that. Don't judge yourself too much, eh? <laughs> 
We'll have an open mind about that. Yeah, we'll have an open mind about that. Um, what are you up to over the Easter weekend, by the way? Oh, uh, honestly, nothing solid. Like today, lovely weather. I'll probably go for a picnic and dog walk. Gorge. Um, and maybe like go see some mates. Nice. Sit outside. Um, yeah, outside. Social distancing and stuff. <laughs> then probably working over the weekend. Um, and you know probably see people in and about like around the weekend. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing really concrete. That's nice though. What about you? What about you? Um, what am I doing? Kind of relatively similar actually. Oh. I've got a birthday, which again is an, a nice little outdoor. I just look forward to the day when a birthday is not it's sat in a park, especially yeah. if it's if it's going to be terrible weather. But yeah. Um, I can't wait for our birthday. Oh my God, I know, me too. If it's not sunny on my birthday, I'm going to have an actual BF. I have so much bit. expectations for oh, my birthday always. this year. Yeah, me so. too. Um, but yeah, just that really. And then maybe maybe seeing my family if i can oh that's but so nice i know i'm just taking full advantage with these days off though like i feel like everybody really, really needs it i feel like out really of all the bank holidays it. we've ever been given this is the most important one this is the holy grail i think it's the last one in this fucking bullshit yeah and hopefully everything from now will be this is yeah this is this is it this, this is, is the, the last... turning point yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. So, oh Tad, thanks for joining me oh, yeah no so you know i feel honored to be here so. oh. Um, I loved every second. Me too, baby, me too. Um, this has been the Uncertainties and we'll be back very soon. Oh yeah. Bye!